0: Ultra Rangers, Chapter 4 The Quest of Three Tommy is teleported to top of a mountain, where sits a temple. Well, it looks like this is where I'm going to start. Tommy walks around the temple, but there seems to be no door. At the top of the temple, there's a window, about the shape that a human could fit through. Now, how do I get in? Tommy starts to look around to see if he could find any other way in. For a good 10 minutes, Tommy is not able to find a way in, either by another door or that window. Well, this is just not good. How do I get in this place? Tommy kicks the ground out of frustration, but by doing so, he kicks snow off of a rope. Now, how did you get here? Mm, Oh, well. Tommy says and throws the rope, hooking the window in one shot starts up the rope, but as soon as he does, a gust of wind begins to blow, knocking him back and forth. The more Tommy climbs, the harder the wind blows. What is going on here? It's almost like the wind is trying to stop me. But then Tommy comes up with a smart idea. Tommy begins to swing the rope along with the wind, which makes him go higher and higher until Tommy is right over the window. And he lets go of the rope, diving right through the window. After diving through the window, Tommy lands softly on a pillow. Well, that's some nice placement. A little convenient, though. Tommy gets up and starts down a long hallway. This hallway leads him into a circular room with three doors. And in the middle of the room stands a man. My name is Trinon. And Tommy, your test begins here, Trinon says. A test? Is that how I get the power of the Ultra? Tommy asks. Yes, Tommy, it is. You need to pick one of these three doors. And all the help I can give you is that I can answer one question. Tommy looks at the doors, and then over at Trinon. Well, what will it be, Tommy? Trinon asks. I'll ask you just this. What's behind the doors? Trinon smiles. Now that is a good question. Behind the doors are ways of life. It is your job to pick the right one. The door to the left leads to the day you became the Green Ranger. You could stop yourself. Never be turned evil. The one in the middle, it leads to tons and tons of gold, riches, fame. It could all be yours. In the last door, it leads to a fiery death. Trainon explains. And all I have to do is pick one, huh? Tommy asks. Trinon nods his head. Well, let's see. I would never give up being a ranger. I love that life way too much. Gold and money, it may buy you happiness, but it won't buy you true happiness. So, I guess I pick the door of fire, Tommy says, walking over to the door and opening it. Trinon bows and disappears. Tommy walks into the room, and the door closes behind him, and he is instantly engulfed in flames. If this is how it must be, I will die so the others can get the Ultra Power. Sorry, guys. Guess I'm not going to be on this adventure with you. Tommy says, closing his eyes. A white light begins to burn within Tommy, engulfing him, and then out of that white light shoots a white phoenix. The white phoenix flies high above Tommy, Tommy, as I was once reborn, no, so shall you be, as the White Ultra Ranger. Take your morpher and hold it to the sky and call out to me, White Phoenix, and my power will be yours. The phoenix explains and then flies off. Tommy pulls his morpher out and holds it up. White Phoenix, Tommy yells, and in a flash of white light, is morphed into the White Ultra Ranger. All right, back in white, White Ranger says. Zack is teleported into the middle of the jungle. Whoa, man, he says, looking it all over. Now, where's this temple, and just how do I get in? A man in African tribal clothing jumps down from a tree right in front of Zack. I am the warrior Zintak, and you, Zack, are already in the temple you seek. Now, all you must do is find that which you seek, Zintak says, and in a ball of dust is gone. Now, what is that all about? And If I'm in the temple, just where's the power of the ultra that I'm looking for? Zack begins to scrummage through the jungle. As he walks, a huge gust of wind knocks him back. What was that all about? When Zack goes to get up, a root from a tree grabs onto him and pulls him back down. Blood sprays out from Zack's ribs where the root is crushing them. Two vines grab onto Zack's arms and start to stretch them. Blood runs down Zach's wrists. The more Zach tries to get free, the tighter the vines get. Zach is now lying in a pool of his own blood. I can't hold on. If I don't get free, I'll die. Zach then spots that his feet are still free. Zach kicks his left leg up and pulls down a vine from a tree. And with the last bit of his strength, he sits up and bites the vine. The tree that is holding him down seems to cry out in pain. The roots and the vines loosen, and Zack is let free. He lost a lot of blood. Zack was very weak and almost ready to pass out. He still somehow found the strength to get up. I cannot. No. I will not quit. I will find the power of Ultra. Zack once again starts down the path. Touching each tree along the way, his wounds start to heal, and his strength begins to come back. What the? What? What's going on here? Zack puts his hand on one of the trees, and out of nowhere, he is able to hear the the tree talk. This way, the tree says. Hearing this, Zack stumbles back out of shock and lays his hand on a different tree. No, not that way. This way the tree says. Zack stumbles again, but this time he hits the ground. What's going on? I just don't see how all these trees can be talking to me, man. They're just trees. Getting to his feet, before him stands Zentak. Do you get it? This is the power over the earth, Zentac says, and again disappears. Now before Zack stands, a stone statue of the Chimera. Zack walks over and puts his hand on the statue, and it comes to life. You are the one, Zack. The power of Earth is at your call, and so am I. Call out Black Chimera, with your Morpher held to the sky, and my power will be yours. Black Chimera! Zack says, holding his Morpher high, and is morphed into the Black Ultra Ranger. Okay, now this is kicking. Billy is teleported deep into the Pacific Ocean. He quickly holds his breath. As the water begins to settle, he spots an odd-looking rock formation. It almost looks like a city. Billy swims down towards it. The closer he gets, the more he can see it is in fact a city. A city under the water. He keeps on swimming down deeper and deeper until he's able to get to the city. He then finds a small opening that looks like a doorway. Billy swims into it. Once inside, the water levels off, and Billy can now breathe. What is this place? Come on, and I mean real lights, like actual light bulbs. This can't be. This place must be thousands of years old. But this seems to be modern technology. Billy starts walking down the hallway. At the end of the hallway, there are two doors with very funny-looking writing on them, and a man stands there in all blue robes. Ah, you must be William. I am Bordon. Keeper of the great city, Bordon says. Greetings. How do you know my name? Billy asks. My dear William, I know a lot about you, Bordon says. Then you would know the name's Billy. Now tell me, please, where's the power of Ultra? I do know that you prefer to be called Billy. I just wanted to get your attention. Seeing how that I've done that, there's one of these doors has the power of Ultra behind it. All you have to do is pick one, Bordon says. Billy looks at the two doors. Okay, it can't be that simple. Yes, it is. All you have to do is pick one. One will lead you to the power. The other one, not so much. You must crack the code. The code on the door. Well, what will it be, Billy? Bordon says. Billy looks at the door and then at Bordon. I know this code. I've seen it before, Billy says. I don't know about that. This is Atlantean code. We, the people of Atlantis, made this code, Bordon says. Billy continues to look at the coding on the door. Hold up. Are you saying we're in Atlantis, the Lost City? Billy asks. Why, yes. Yes, we are, Bordon replies. That can't be. The Lost City is just a story. A myth. This is no story. It is the Lost City of Atlantis, and if you truly seek the power of Ultra, I would hurry up and pick one of the doors, Bordon says, and disappears. Billy continues to stare at the doors. Atlantean code or not, I know I have seen it. Billy looks over the doors for a bit longer. Come on, Billy, you know this. Just then, as if he was struck by lightning, Billy gets it. Oh my gosh, it's binary code. Computer code. Billy again reads the doors. So, this is the binary code. It made into words, and the door on the left says to get the power of Ultra. Open the door on the right, Billy shouts with a huge smile. Billy walks over and, has, and opens the door to the right. Once the door is all the way open, it reveals a huge blue kraken. So, Billy, the time has finally come. Let me give you the power of Ultra. Hold your morph to the sky and simply yell out. Blue Kraken, the Kraken says, and in a flash is gone. Billy pulls out his Morpher, holds it up, and yells, Blue Kraken! and is transformed into the blue Ultra Ranger. This is truly more phenomenal! Ultra Rangers is a fan fiction and has no connection with Hasbro or Saban. No copyright infringement was intended. Thank you for listening. Until next time, and remember, may the power protect you.